When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 65 times we've had episodes. That's a lot of episodes. I don't think we've ever accomplished anything. We've ever helped anybody. I think we may have, you know, stirred some fodder. I think we could have maybe made people form an opinion of us that may or may not be close to the truth. Uh, We try not to get political. We slip once in a while. And when we do, people start bitching at this email address, moonpjughobs at gmail.com. M-O-O-N-P-J-U-G-G-H-O-B-B-S at gmail.com and people are supposed to be putting their damn audition tapes in to replace P jug who quit like a long time ago. And I've actually been thinking, and I know I'm kind of skitterish today. I'm thinking about quitting doing this all together. Okay. This podcast. And here's the reason why it takes a lot of my time. Well, no, it doesn't. I spend one hour a week. <laughs> and it's then, the time you're on the show. That's the whole time. Yeah, the whole time. Now, listen to this. The last time we did an episode, I was in the hospital. And I had to get a nurse to carry my laptop down to the library. And when I asked my daughter about this transitional care unit, I said, Maggie, what do you think of this place? And she said, Dad. It looks like everyone in here is just about ready to die. Oh my God. And I'm like, going, oh my God. I hope she was using her indoor voice, not. I know. <laughs> well, that's the thing. <laughs> Most people were locked up in their rooms and nobody ever left, except for me. And I cruised that joint. That sounds like a dream. I just want to be locked up in my room. Yeah. Can I have a cat there? Have you ever had a cat? I had cats in college. And then I realized uh, I let them sleep with me, which was a bad idea. And then I developed a really bad allergy to them and it was really hard to sleep. And then when my uh, child was born, the one cat attacked the baby. Those cats were my babies. And then they're like, what's this thing? And the cat was very curious about it. I don't know that it had malintent, but it would really try to get into the baby's little carrier thing all the time. God, I used to hate putting car seats in. Can we get some brainiacs behind solving that problem? Because you've got to carry something that weighs about 67 pounds straight out from the side of your body. It's almost like you're doing half of one of those ring exercises the male gymnasts do, like trying to keep it away from your body enough so this big hunk of plastic doesn't bruise your leg as you're swinging your arm. Well, here's the thing. They can push a button and keep you at a constant speed 
no matter the wind condition or if it's uphill or downhill. You can push a button and chill the interior of your car on both sides to a certain uh, comfort level. Uh, they can do everything. Why not push a button and the damn car seat pops out? Preach. And it's, it's, it, yeah, and I'm telling you what, there's another million-dollar moon idea. That would might be even mega mega millions. Yep. And let's talk about that for a minute. Okay. So I've been playing the mega millions because it got up to uh, 1.3 billion dollars. I got two numbers on one ticket. I played the week before. Uh, why is it so hard to win? <laughs> That's what I want to know because I I want to win. I sell people money. Here's the thing with Zell. I can send people money anywhere instantly, but I can't win the lotto. I don't like it. Yeah, it's always kind of worked that way, right? It's always easier to spend your money at the casino than to, to get it back. We have so many things on the podcast today. We don't have a guest. Are we going to talk about your health issue or no? Sure, if you want to. Do I do it early or is that too dark? Because we already hit on health a little bit. Yeah, I could no, I could talk about it now. It's totally fine. I get to I get to grab the light from Moon over there. I'm also having a medical procedure. Well, tonight is my last night with my uterus. Was there something that looked a little suspicious that you decided to get this done? Or or why would you do you choose to do that? Do you look downward and say, you know something? Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> what is it? You can't see it when you look down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not invisible. I'm not one of those things you learned about, like in biology class, the guy cut in half and you could see everything. Uh, the reason why I'm having it done is I've had really severe, you know, symptoms for many years of, of, uh, you know, menses. I'll try to be delicate. As I've gotten older, Earlier this year, I went, I had a run where I was continuously on my cycle for over 30 days. Whoa. Yeah. And I went in and they did ultrasound and biopsy and all that good stuff. And they found fibroids. Now, fibroids are generally not a big deal. And there's some on the inside of my uterus, but there's ones on the outside that they can't test. And then there's one that's the size of a grapefruit, they said. Now, they think it's benign, they think it's all fine. They've done they've done biopsies and that. The way the procedures work is the 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 less invasive one they just go on the inside of the uterus and the more invasive one they take they yank everything out. So I'm having plan B. I'm getting it all. I'm taking it down to the studs. I think I'm just going to store stuff up there now. I don't know if I can do that. Well, that would look awkward in public. No, when I'm, you know, I'm just taking out, a, it's like a little pouch in there anyway. Why can't I, why, why do I have to carry a purse? So you're almost like a kangaroo at this point. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, man. I'm a marsupial. <laughs> so what would you store up there? I mean, if you had to think. I don't know. I mean, I lose my phone a lot, my keys. Can I tell you a phone story real quick? Sure. My sister was visiting her daughter and her granddaughter in Utah. And her daughter had a surprise for her when she arrived kenny chesney concert tickets nice and so they drove the one hour to salt lake city and went to the venue after several drinks and they were on the lawn they didn't have reserved seating and so they spread some blankets and had a great night and then they packed up at the end of the night they went to the car 
and they needed to use a flashlight. So she went to to reach her phone. It's gone. Oh, she's lost her phone. Now here's the problem with that. Inside her phone case was her driver's license. Inside her phone case was her credit card. And her flight was the next morning and she has no physical ID. Oh, dang. So, So now she has trouble. So she then goes back into the venue against the traffic of everyone trying to leave. She searched and searched and searched, went back to the uh, parking lot, searched, Uh, you know, eventually it's 2.30 a.m. They're like, let's just give it up. So they went home the hour drive to their home. Well, now she's got a flight the next day. Mm -hmm. So she drives back to the venue. She looks around in the daylight Mm-hmm. in the same places they were seated in the same places they were parked nothing they went uh, and found a guy that worked at the venue and said you don't happen to have a lost and found do you and they said well as a matter of fact we do and the guy looked and there was no phone oh. not matching her description she was heartbroken and just about ready to walk away when the phone rang at the venue and it's a guy that says, Hey, I went to the Kenny Chesney show last night. And, uh, when we, uh, left, we gathered up our blankets and we went on home. But when we, uh, you know, went to wash the blankets, a phone fell out of our blanket oh. and it had a driver's license from okay. a Nebraska person and a credit card in it. And I wondered, and my sister was standing there at that moment. Wow. Can we make a, a pledge from this point in the podcast until the end to not talk about anything medical? Hang on, let me get my phone. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna start the timer on you. Start the timer, and I'm gonna go the rest of the podcast. No medical talk. All right, I'm going stopwatch. Go. Should we do two questions with Putin? Let's. Because two questions with Putin, I think, is the driving force behind the uh, podcast. And here's my first question for Putin this week. Mm -hmm. What would you do for a Klondike bar? (laughs) Do you like that? What would you do? What would you do do for a Klondike bar? I'd drive my wheelchair over to my my fridge right now. Oh, okay. Second question for Putin. What were the three last websites you viewed? Mm. Because if I had to guess, I'd say dictators.com. Sure. Drpimplepopper.com, one of my favorites, and grinder.com. Okay. Just to so, see who's on there so that he can persecute them. I could see him on Grinder. Here's my two questions with Putin. So, what was the first time you ever saw pornography? Whoa. Because I don't know about you, but in my mind, the first time you saw pornography was in Nebraska and it was a bunch of you guys and someone had one nudie magazine. And this is my follow-up question. Is there a term in Russia or Russian for circle jerk? Yeah, I bet there is. There's gotta be. I bet it sounds really aggressive. Like, (laughs) <laughs> Do you remember your first porn experience? Now, are you talking print or, or video? The the first time I ever saw boobs that, like, obviously weren't my mom was the movie Stripes. John Larroquette's character 
is supposed to be the commander and he's a real you know, fuck all. And uh, he's got the binoculars and he's looking out the window trying to be important. And he's just looking at the ladies shower and they're, they're all showing their boobs and everything and washing. And you haven't seen stripes. I have seen stripes actually. You don't remember the boob part. Here's my thing. I don't remember things that happened two hours ago. Okay. But the boob part, it was pretty, it was a lot of boobs. I mean, it was a, it was an, it was an ocular buffet of boobs. I remember seeing a Playboy magazine as a young boy. Who was on and the cover? Uh, Nancy Reagan, maybe? Oh, no, she wasn't. <laughs> Not on Playboy. That would have been amazing. How old were you when you saw this? And how I, I want to I know what year we're talking for the Playboy, because I just want to see who the possible cover cover options are. I don't think they had celebrities in Playboy magazine. It was just models. Yeah, I think it's just, I'm looking at, I'm, I'm scrolling through the months and it's not any names that I really recall. I do remember my dad taking me to a lot of Anne Margaret movies. Oh, Anne Margaret. Now you're talking. Yeah, she was a redhead. My, my dad, I think, had a thing for redheads because my mom was a redhead. Mm-hmm. And I know he's like, yeah, would you guys like to go to the movies tonight? Oh, we're going to go see this movie with this gal named Anne Margaret. And I'm like, going, Dad, slow down. You're moving too fast. You got to let that feeling last. Did you ever see the show Minx? I did. I saw, I didn't see the whole thing. I saw a couple episodes. You recommended it. And then I think I just fell off and went on to some other rabbit hole. Well, basically, that was a look at, uh, you know, not women naked in a magazine, but men yes. naked in a magazine. And on, I think it's an HBO presentation. They show every part of the man, mm -hmm. the whole episode, every episode. Yeah. So if you're looking for a peak, ladies, there you go. You're not going to get it on this because it's just audio. Yeah. You wouldn't want to see anything anyway. <laughs> yeah. No one wants to see any of No one wants to see that. I have to get a bushwhacker and go down there. <laughs> <laughs> you are on one today. A minute ago, I mentioned the Kenny Chesney thing, right? Yes. I want to go back to concerts. And here's the reason why. My wife wants to go on a trip to Colorado the last week of September. And at that point in time, the leaves are changing. And it is stunning. It is just gorgeous. And while she happens to be there, Jackson Brown, a singer-songwriter from the 70s. Love him. Who uh, was very instrumental and so many other people making music. Uh, he was a part of the Eagles. He, you know, it, it's quite a story with him uh, because Jackson Brown owned a home and he rented out the basement of his home to Glenn Fry and Jimmy Buffett. This guy is not only in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for songwriting, mm -hmm. he's also in as a performer as well. Jackson Brown used to in this i believe it's the the early 70s used to travel through this area on occasion and there used to be a jazz club in mankato minnesota that a lot of people would pop in and play at and i'm forgetting the name right now i went out of business and i don't know if anybody reopened it but allegedly i was told that he played there before he was discovered talking about concert tickets in jackson brown she's going to see him at red rocks 
Oh. Red Rocks is a natural amphitheater. If you've never seen a concert there, put it on your bucket list, especially if it's an act you love. Uh, the sound in between these red granite walls is unbelievable. The uh, hike up the mountain to get there can be challenging from the parking mm -hmm. lot. Uh, but I can tell you this. If you're about halfway up, you can actually look over the top of the staging area and you can see city lights. It's at about maybe 7,000 feet. So you're up there a ways. And on crystal clear nights, there is no better place to see a show. Performers want to play there mm -hmm. just to see what their band would sound like there. Yep. There's been so many great comedy albums yeah. recorded there. As a matter of fact, I just watched the other night, Brian Regan on the rocks and it's at red rocks. I mean, nice. go to Netflix. It's free, but it's an incredible place to play if you can afford to go. And here's the reason why the really like marginal seating is 300 bucks a ticket. And this is happening to artists all over the place right now. Uh, and we whined a little bit about it last week. I have a solution for you. Okay. Because I just got an email today from Ticketmaster. Do you want to go to some summer concerts and not spend a lot of money? They've got a deal. Four tickets for 80 bucks. Get tickets to the summer's hottest shows featuring One Republic, Wiz Khalifa and Logic, Incubus, Kalani. They've got a whole list of I don't want to read the whole thing, but they've got them and it's by different areas in that. I don't know how many of these are for Minneapolis, but they're selling them as packages. I think people, I think maybe they're having a hard time getting people to come out. I mean, Red Rocks is beautiful and it's outside, but COVID's still a thing, you know, big venues, I bet are still having a tough time. Well, if you stop and think about the COVID rates in America, we're still averaging 400 deaths a day. Mm -hmm. uh, the new variant is problematic and easily uh, spread. Mm -hmm. And the drug that I take to protect me is only 33% effective against the two new variants. We went 13 minutes without talking, 13 minutes and 13 seconds without talking about medical stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot. You forgot I had the timer. I just teed you up, man. This is the only thing that has consistently been on the show. Two, th two questions with Putin and Moon talking about COVID variants. I want to talk about football. Sure. Oh, yes. Because if you stop and think about it, when you're buying tickets, you also buy tickets to football games on Ticketmaster. And, uh, you know, when you're talking about preseason games, they're a little bit more affordable, but they're not a lot more affordable. Uh, and when you get into a prime game like a Packers Vikings, you're talking huge money. Sure. And and now we find out in early practicing that the two best running backs for the Vikings, Madison and Dalvin Cook, both out injured. And it's not even preseason yet. Now, they're not going to be out for long. Right. But, and here's something that drives me crazy, and I've brought it up before. My team is a college team, the Nebraska Cornhuskers, because I grew up there and that's all we had. And their first game is in Dublin, Ireland. And it's only three weeks away. It's on August 27th. You wonder why tuitions are expensive. 
when you're shipping your marching band and your football team to Ireland. Now, I'm guessing that they had to make money on that deal or they wouldn't have done it. Is it kind of like what we do with the NFL does with London? Because they do that. That's kind of fun, I think. Yeah, uh, although it really makes your game times weird. Well, that is true. I know, people that, I know people that fly whenever they have that London one. That's the one they go to every year and they save up and they go to London and da, 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 da. Which sounds like fun. It gives you two reasons to go somewhere. Absolutely. That's just like when the Raiders moved to Las Vegas, I'm thinking, geez, how awesome is that? You could go to Vegas. You can have a thousand different shows and a football game or a hockey game with the Golden Knights. Mm-hmm. And, the, you know, their hockey arena. I've seen both. I have not seen the football stadium. I have seen the hockey stadium and it's drop dead gorgeous and it's right in the middle of so many things. And man, I love that town. I wish I was there right now. It feels like it outside. It's It's hot. It's been so hot and humid. You know, people from Minnesota aren't used to this kind of weather. Usually the humidity streaks are short lived and that's nice because you get three days, four days, it'll be gone. I lived in Texas where the humidity was off the hook every hour for 10 months a year or nine. I mean, I remember my kids putting them in um, Halloween costumes last you know, week of October. They were sweating their asses off. Yeah, it varies from year to year. There's, there's, and then it was like two winters ago that it was the first weekend in October was nice. And then we just fell off a cliff until April. And Hobbs said something she wanted to talk about that I kind of got a kick out of. Well, I just love the headline on this one. And if anybody feels like today things are moving faster than ever before, they actually physically are. We have found out that the earth is now rotating quicker than it normally does. And we just had the shortest day we've ever had. Now, It's only 1.59 milliseconds less than the average day, but we're getting 1.59 less milliseconds now. And do they know what causes that? Well, there's variation in the rotation. And so there's a bit of a wobble to it when it does it. And so this year it rotated quicker in 2021 than it did in 2020. And there's a lot of theories as to, you know, why and what can happen. Um, but of course they've never had an exact measure for that. That's why you like leap year. It doesn't always exactly work out with the, the 24 hour schedule and blah, blah, blah. But if you feel like the world is spinning faster than ever before, it actually is. You wonder how it's all going to end. I've got, I've got a good idea on how, how I'm going to go out. <laughs> how is it? I'm going to be super old and I'm just going to really embrace it. And I'm just going to be like a mean old lady. I think I know how I'm going to go. How are you going to go? I'm going to get eaten by cats. That's what I'm going to, that's going to happen to me. What's going to happen to you? I'm thinking fentanyl in the next couple of weeks. Well, here's the thing. If they ever give me something terminal, they're like, they're like, and don't say next couple of weeks. They're like, it's like 50 times stronger than heroin. Holy Hannah. I've never done heroin, but my God. I think I want to start with laughing gas. Sure. You know, like nitrous from a dentist's office. Then I want to progressively get higher. So then after the laughing gas, maybe I could take like a nice little pain med. Okay. I always said I was going to rent a car, you know, I'm going to leave a no- like, here's all the passwords. Here's where the money is. I rented a car and really go to Vegas. I, I actually thought about one cool place it would be to go out 
if I lost control of my car in the same spot as Sam Kinison. I loved Sam Kinison. How how quickly would you take another Hobbs into your bed? <laughs> well, think about it. I would have no partners. It would just be me. <laughs> and, and so Hobbs and P-Jug could listen from the great beyond. And then you could finally get an email address that isn't 37 letters long. <laughs> <laughs> that was a poor idea. I have no... <laughs> it is, I swear to God, the longest <laughs> email address. <laughs> and it's not spelled the same as of the, the it of the show. Oh my god, it is, it is marketing genius. It is. Uh, we don't hashtag anything. We don't do any of the stuff that you're supposed to do for the algorithm. We don't. None of that. None of that happens over here. Do you think this thing would have been successful if we would have done it the right way? Here's my thing. I'm cool with the management, the self-management and all that stuff, mm -hmm. but I'm not an IT whiz. I'm okay. I'm very good. When someone sets up a good system, I can follow that system. Train me in the system. I got you. This does this. This does this. I'm very good at memorizing things and I can handle all that. But to set it up on my own, it's, it's, it's kind of rough. I believe that you should get hammered, sit down at your keyboard like you're going to try to reach this podcast. And then just start hammering on a bunch of keys. Yeah. If you did that, my guess is you'd have better luck than actually writing to Moon P Jug Hobbs at Gmail. How many letters is that? Moon is four. Yeah. P Jug's five. That's nine. So it's just Moon P Jug or P Jugs? Uh, just Jug. With one G or two? Two G's, no S. Two G's. <laughs> uh, I can't believe that I did all that, but this happened early on. And, you know, I had just retired. Mm -hmm. People said, well, why don't you do a podcast? I go, well, sounds like fun. Yeah. Uh, what do you got to do? You got to spend about two, $3,000. said, okay, I'll do that. Let's try it. I was sitting in a, in a facility one day holding a portable urinal and I took a picture and I said, it's my, it's my pee jug. And I used to call my wife Peewee on the air. So yeah. I said, moon pee jug. And then I thought, well, wait a minute, like a lawyer, you got to have three at least in the firm. So moon pee jug and Hobbs mm -hmm. sounds legit. And it's worked. It sounds like a back alley lawyer. It sounds like rough. You know, what's rough. This is rough. I think it's the stupidest thing I've heard all day. Okay. You re remember the guy in Highland Park, Illinois, just outside of Chicago, the kid that went on Fourth of July and just opened fire yeah, that, and that. killed a ton of people? Yeah. He's got almost 120 felony charges. Oh he God. just pled not guilty. They got you on tape, dude. What goes on in American justice today? We don't have any. And you know, as far as a conceal and carry, it's going to get to the point where everybody has to because everybody's shooting each other. I, I told you, I'm all for it. I think everybody should be required to carry one in public. You know what? People that can shoot well and people who can't. Everybody mind their business. You know what? Mm -hmm. You get granny with the cataracts out there. She might hit you. She might hit someone else. You don't know. Everybody's going to be real polite. Well, and you hear about other people getting hit from police bullets. Like when they're firing into crowds, yeah. somebody's going to stop the bullet. Might not be the right guy. I am pro gun control. Believe me. But I also am very concerned that, yeah, it ends up skewing one way or another. And and having someone in my family that suffers from mental illness, someone who should definitely not own a firearm, 
probably could. Minnesota would be difficult for him to get one, but in other states, not at all. What has been the darkest part of this podcast? We started with hysterectomies and went downhill. How when we were contemplating how we wanted to go out and basically give ourselves assisted suicide. Maybe that. Yeah, we had some gun stuff, some COVID stuff. Some two two questions with Putin's always dark. Now that was lighthearted. There was a couple of lighthearted ones in there. Yeah. I think. I'll probably edit that part out. <laughs> you might. You know, we, here, here's what I'm going to do when I edit this. I'm going to take anything. I think you should do a separate podcast. It's just all this stuff. Don't do any intros. Don't mix it all. Just the big chunks you take out of it. Just the breaths with no context and all the yeah. edits and just dump it all into one file and just give it to them. And, just like, and then dark topic. Let me tell you what happened with last week's podcast. When we were in the hospital recording it, they had bad Wi-Fi. And because they had bad Wi-Fi, there was a lot of uh, buffering. Yes. And what happened was when I went to play it back, because I couldn't hear the buffering, you know, as we're doing it, I turned an hour and 20 minute podcast. I think last week edited down to 33 minutes. Nice. And I had to chop a lot of it out. And like this week, almost all of this is going to be gone. <laughs> Right. There's hardly anything that's worth keeping. What are you talking about? This is a good one. I've been having fun. <laughs> you know, and we come pretty ill prepared to this event. <laughs> come on. What are you talking about? I've got stuff to talk about. And I mean, obviously, we've talked about stuff like this before, but there's this young lady that just realized there's a couple of phrases that she's been saying wrong her whole life. And but no one's corrected her. And she's 23. And the one is pretty funny. Like she didn't realize that buck naked was, or she said it thought it was butt naked and it's actually buck naked. I think, you know, some people know that. Um, she also thought it's a dog eat dog world was it's a doggy dog world, which is kind of cute. My dad had a couple, he always messed up on instead of prostate, mm -hmm. he would say prostrate. Sure. Okay, and then I thought it was prostrate because that's the way my dad said it. So I brought it up during the grand marshal job at one of the gay pride parades mm -hmm. uh, on loudspeakers to about 10,000 people. I said the word prostrate and I was literally <laughs> booed. Oh, no. At a pride parade. Oh, right? man. And oh, also no. we had a relative that couldn't hear and back then in Nebraska, we didn't say you were hearing impaired. We would say you were deaf. So oh. you're deaf and dumb if you can't speak. And so anyway, occasionally yeah. later on uh, during my career, I would say, well, you know, so-and-so is deaf. And the phones would light up mm -hmm. and the text messages would come. Nope. It's not deaf, it's deaf. And I'll bet you if I ask Google right now, let's see if this will work. What are you going to ask Google? How how does Google know that you're from Nebraska? Because you no. can't pronounce the word deaf. <laughs> is that is that what you're going to ask her? How do you pronounce D-E-A-F? According to dictionary.com, how to pronounce deaf. Deaf is usually pronounced deaf with a vowel of left. In an educated speech, the dialectal pronunciation, deaf. To rhyme with leaf is still heard occasionally, but it is increasingly rare. 
There you go. It's increasingly rare. Rare, yes, because people finally have the internet and know they're wrong about shit now. What are we watching on uh, uh, Netflix or whatever? I've got a new one that we're watching. Mm. I was encouraged by P. Jug to watch The Old Man, starring mm. Jeff Bridges and John that. Lithgow. How's that? It's very good. Both of those actors are amazing. Yeah. So that's really good. Here's my question. This will this will determine whether I'll prioritize this one or not. Is John Lithgow playing a good guy or a bad guy? A little of both. He works for the government, uh, either in the FBI or the CIA. Mm -hmm. There's been darkness. Okay. And Jeff Bridges helped him achieve the darkness when they were in the military. Okay. It's pretty deep, but it's really good. The acting's great. Uh, we're all caught up on only murders in the building. All right. Yeah, I haven't watched season two. There was a guy um, that had a major role in this last episode who was deep, hearing impaired. Let's call him that. Yes. So what are you watching? Here's the thing. I'm probably going to have to go back and rewatch it from the beginning, but I've been watching the series Resident Evil. And if you're familiar, you don't really like horror movies or any of that, but there's a very successful sci-fi horror movie um, series called Resident Evil. And basically it's about this company, the Umbrella Company, and, you know, they do a bunch of experiments and, oh crap, we invented zombies. You know, like it's kind of that kind of a deal, the movies, right? So what this television show is, it's a prequel to that and actually sets up the movies. So it's really interesting. You're You're seeing how like, they were creating the virus, how they were marketing it, and then how they were ignoring the data. And of course, you have somebody that is a sociopath in the mix, and you would like her moon. She is gorgeous. But if you, especially if you are a fan of the movies, I think you'll really enjoy this prequel. And I believe it's on Netflix. But I keep watching it before I go to bed, and it's good, but then I keep kind of dozing off. So I'm, I think I'm missing information. I've been watching the prequel Better Call Saul. Mm hmm. And that was, of course, the prequel to Better, uh, Breaking Bad. And they mentioned my football team in Better Call Saul. They talked about the Nebraska Cornhuskers nice. for like 20 minutes. Okay. And I'm thinking, okay, now I know I love this show. Now you know that they're reading your mind. And yeah. that, uh, they're, they're finally listening to you. Those Nielsen people finally know what's up. Any events you want to plug? The, the, the main event right now is... Uh, Mono a mono with the old uh, uterus. What's your recovery time going to be? They say I basically kind of bed rest for two weeks and then I can't lift anything or do anything really for eight. I wish you a very speedy recovery. Thank you. We tried to keep a lot of the health talk off the show. We failed. Yeah. We did uh, I, 13 minutes. That's pretty good for us, actually. I did get some messages on Facebook. Uh, from people that actually commented about hearing the podcast. Mm. I think I'm going to post that question on my Facebook page. Oh, I love that. Have, have you heard the podcast? And if so, what do you think of it? I could say, give me a one word description, but I think that would be harsh. And I'm not into getting beaten at this point in my life. Uh, thank you to Tom Bernard for having me on his podcast with Doug Sprinthal on car buying secrets. Uh, I was on last Wednesday fun. and uh, it was a lot of fun. 
and it was nice talking with the boys again and hanging and hanging out and uh until next week now we don't have a guest next week are you going to be able to do this next week or are you going to have to take I don't it easy? No, but you know what? I'm probably going to be on meds so we can try. We'll see how well that goes. I've not, I've only taken pain medication a few times in my life and I've never really enjoyed it. So, and I felt weird sometimes. So we'll see. I'll tell you what, here's what let's do. You take pain meds next week before the podcast okay. and I'll be sober. Okay. And so it'll be a complete flop. I'll be like, what are you saying, man? The trails. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I know you don't really like trip out or anything like that on, on pain meds. So but no. yeah. I told my boss, I'm like, yeah, you might want to have someone cover some of my files. Cause I work in lending and I'm, if I'm all stoned, I'll just like go in and approve everybody's loan and give them super low rates. And da -da. What is the rate these days? Depends on what you're looking for, but a 30-year fixed on a purchase, they've come down a little bit. They've gotten better this last week, um, five-ish, depending on your down payment. Um, so that's not bad. I, in the early weeks of June, we hit six. Yeah. And we were there for like a day or two. And all of us were like, oh, good, here we go. Um, but it has come back down a little bit. They're seeing some of the indicators they wanted to see with the inflation. But here's the reality. They're forecasting, economically speaking, they're forecasting a small, they say a soft landing, um, but a recession in quarter two next year. A lot of this stuff, I mean, interest rate wise, are they going to continue to rise throughout the rest of the year? That's what people commonly ask. And from what I've heard from people that work in this kind of stuff that, yeah, but they'd think it'll be modest. They don't think it'll be like a huge jump as far as the prime lending rate and the mortgage rates, which are not the same thing. People don't, sometimes people don't understand that the prime lending rate is just the interest rate that banks charge to, that are charged to borrow money basically overnight. That's the cost of it. Um, but an interest rate isn't based on the prime lending rate a lot of times, unless it's like a second mortgage, things that are based on the prime lending rate are like car loans, second mortgages, credit cards. Finally, we learned something after 65 episodes of Moon, P. Jug and Hobbs. Woo!